Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to our podcast. My name is Mark Jones and thank you so much for joining us as we reflect on the supplemental reading from today. This reading is found in Hebrews. It's chapter 2 verses 14 through 18. Now, as many of you may know or or recall, the writer of Hebrews is addressing the Jewish converts who were getting worn down and were now being tempted to return back to Judaism or possibly a blend of Christianity and Judaism. And we find the writer reminding the readers uh, of the awesome gift that Jesus was to them and, and to us as well right now. I really like the words that my Bible notes use uh, in the bottom, the absolute supremacy and sufficiency of Jesus Christ. I particularly like the word sufficiency, sufficiency of Jesus Christ. This is a short read, so I'm going to go through it real quick. So let's take a look. It's Hebrews 2, 14 through 18. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason he had to be made like his brothers in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest, in service to God, and that that he might make atonement for the sins of the people." Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is now able to help those who are being tempted. Uh, so uh, this reading it does it does really tie in with the message from Romans that Peter gave on Sunday. Verse fifteen tells us of Jesus freeing us from slavery, and then the emphasis of the entire reading clearly spells out the sovereignty of Jesus. And he has defeated the devil. Jesus didn't just knock down the devil, but he defeated the devil once for all. But what I, what I really want to focus on in this reading today is really the humanity of Jesus. And I, I'm going to start that out by talking a little bit about my childhood and youth. My, my family and I, we attended a Lutheran church. And back then in the Lutheran church, and probably a lot of Lutheran churches now, there was this strict adherence to the liturgical calendar. So right now we would be in the season between Christmas and uh, Easter. So the birth of Jesus all the way up to his suffering death on the cross and then his resurrection. Um, And it it was this time uh, of year, it was my favorite time of year because I loved hearing of the life and ministry of Christ. And that's what all of our scripture readings were. We had the prescribed scripture readings and uh, two Old Testament readings, a New Testament reading, and it was a prophecy of Christ, and then, and, then, and then fulfillment in the New Testament. And it was all about the walk of Jesus through life. And, how, and that's what really I grasped onto, that, that he, he walked with me. And this, this was particularly important because as a youth, I, I had a loving family, but emotions and feelings weren't really talked about in our family. Um, uh, we, we didn't talk about 
feelings and then the emotions were often kind of pushed down or minimalized, I guess is a good word. You'll feel okay, don't worry about that, it's all right, you'll get past it, those kinds of things. But as a youth uh, and a child, sometimes there's some, some things that come up and you just don't get it. And it was real comfort for me to know that Christ had come and he, and he was with me in flesh and blood. And, and, he, and he lived with me and he walked with me. Uh, sometimes we hear the phrase, I know how you feel, and those can be such empty words because sometimes we're in a place where it's, it's okay, you, you can't know how I feel. It can even spark even more emotions, uh, maybe some anger or some frustration uh, when those words are used. But with Christ, Christ can say, I know how you feel because he, he came, he lived with us, he walked in our shoes, he understood all of our joys and our sorrows, he shared in every feeling that we have. Uh, as much as we have those feelings and emotions, he had it even more. And, and that, that includes even, even our temptations. And uh, we struggle with temptations. Christ struggled with pain, temptations also. Uh, he, he overcame the temptations, but that doesn't minimalize the, his struggle through those and his, and his suffering through those temptations too and what that means uh, for us that we know that he did that and he was along along our side then and now and always. So um, where does that put us now? As I mentioned, this all occurred for me in my early years and since it's kind of been ingrained, I mean, that was my spiritual walk. That's really what I hang on to is Jesus living with us and and that he's he's my friend like walk hand in hand with him and he knows everything that, that I've been through and go through joys, sorrows, and everything. And it's just a part of who I am. But part of the problem with that is over time, that kind of becomes routine. It's kind of old hat or even rote. And, uh, and it kind of loses the wow factor. You kind of, it kind of loses what, how big of an impact, how, how significant that that really is. And it gets lost and it gets buried in the stuff that's around me, just the stuff that's in this world. And when that happens, it opens up the door for the temptation to, to slip back in, the temptation to, for me to slip back into this world, just ease back in. Kind of uh, as, as Peter put it Sunday, the... Uh, um, the war is over. The, the the war is complete. The war is won. But there's still some battles going on in the outskirts in this broken world, and those battles can can still hedge into our lives if, we, if we're not careful and keep keep an eye on that. So it's much it's much like the Jewish converts back in that time when Hebrews was written. There's this temptation to allow the defeated master to somehow just kind of seep back in and to think that we can maybe kind of maybe even blend a little old and the new or, or maybe we don't even consciously think that it just kind of happens uh, over time as as we become just too routine in our belief and i think just as the jewish christians back then needed this reminder and and needed a fresh look a fresh perspective on the impact of who jesus really is we too need to take that and uh, take time and to ponder and reflect and just uh, just spend time in our relationship with christ and just remember and acknowledge the incredible gift that he is in every detail. Uh, just his lowly birth, 
uh, when he came to this earth all the way to the incredible the painful painful death that he suffered for our sin as he took that to the cross and then the resurrection the glorious resurrection and then all that stuff in between where he walked with us and he and he hung out with us and he knows he knows all of our emotions joys sorrows all of that and including all of our temptations and what and how difficult it is to overcome the temptations he knows that and we can come to him each and every day and renew that i think that's really the key we need to renew that relationship and renew that bond each and every day maybe maybe more than once a day <laughs> uh, with that uh, let's close and uh join me in prayer dear lord jesus Thank you for becoming one of us, for walking in our shoes. We kind of like to think we're independent because, uh, well, that's what the world teaches us to be. But the truth is we're, we're slaves. We're indeed slaves to so many things. Help us to hold you as our one and only master, to renew and refresh our understanding of you in our lives each and every day. Please, Lord, give us strength to overcome the temptations, the temptations to revert to old ways. Please protect us this week and, uh, and, and always uh, just keep us, Lord, keep us safe. In your precious name we pray, Lord. Amen.